0: Hi, this is Dr. Tony Cooper, and this is Life Without Baggage, insights into personal wholeness for spirit, soul, and body. I'm a psychologist in private practice. I treat adults. However, this is not a substitute for medication or counseling. If you're having thoughts of harming yourself or another person, or if this material triggers you, please contact your doctor or a mental health specialist to help you with your concerns. I'm continuing the series on looking at the names of God and ways that God meets us at our point of need. So what I want to do since we're moving into the Christmas season is look at some things that Isaiah 9-6 teaches us about God and about Jesus as our Messiah. And uh, we're going to focus on peace for this podcast and the next one. And then uh, my game plan right now is than looking at God as our wonderful counselor in a couple of weeks. So these next two will be about Christ as our peace. So I want to start with Isaiah 9 6 and I believe this passage is in Handel's Messiah, which you often hear at Christmas time. And let me read this to you from the Amplified. I think all of the reading I'm going to do today is from the Amplified, so unless I say otherwise, you can assume that. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father of Eternity, Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government and of peace, there shall be no end. So we see that Jesus is the prince of peace. So our connection to Jesus allows us to draw on his peace. Also, it tells us in 1 Corinthians 14, I'm going to read that to you. God is not a God of confusion and disorder, but of peace and order. So where there is a lack of order, we can ask God to establish his peace, and his order. I often pray that over situations. So what exactly is peace? So I did some research for us from the theological word book of the Old Testament, and peace has a lot of meanings. It's the word shalom, and shalom is a greeting and a blessing in the Jewish culture. I'm going to read numbers 6, 24 through 26. The Lord bless you and watch, guard, and keep you, The Lord make his face to shine upon and enlighten you and be gracious, kind, merciful, and giving favor to you. The Lord lift up his approving countenance upon you and give you peace, tranquility of heart, and life continually. So there's a lot of things connected to peace. And of course, I'm especially interested in that tranquility of heart as a psychologist. So let's look at some more things about what peace is means from a biblical perspective. So peace is connected to completion, to fulfillment, to wholeness, nothing missing, nothing broken. And most of us, as we've talked about, have broken places in our lives that need to be restored and made whole. And our connection to the Lord allows us to draw on his peace and wholeness. Peace is also connected to prosperity. So there's financial prosperity, physical health, to harmony in our relationships to safety let me read a couple of verses from the book of first peter this is first peter chapter 1 verse 2 that we were chosen and foreknown by god the father and consecrated by the spirit to be obedient to jesus christ the messiah to be sprinkled with his blood it's the blood shedding of blood where we get forgiveness of sins that jesus shed his blood to establish us in the covenant of god may grace spiritual blessing and peace be given you in increasing abundance that spiritual peace to be realized in and through christ freedom from fears agitating passions and moral conflicts and then it says something similar in first peter three eleven: turn away from wickedness and shun it do right search for peace harmony, undisturbedness from fears, agitating passions, and moral conflict, and seek it eagerly. Do not merely desire peaceful relations with God, with your fellow men, and with yourself, but pursue, go after them. And we'll look more at those kinds of things in the next podcast. But we see that peace comes from God, but he also tells us to seek peace So there's a part that only God can do for us. And then there's a part that we need to do in order to access and have that increase of the government of God in our life and in our circumstances and in our own hearts and minds and relationships. So we've talked in different podcasts about covenant, that covenant is an agreement That is made, and there's the shedding of blood in most covenants. Jesus shed his blood so we could enter into the covenant blessings of God. That his presence brings us peace, and we can draw on his protection and his presence for peace and prosperity and wholeness. So, I'm going to read a couple of segments for you from the book of Ezekiel. So, first, Ezekiel 37. 26 and 27, I will make a covenant of peace with them. It shall be an everlasting covenant with them, and I will give blessings to them and multiply them, and will set my sanctuary in the midst of them forever. My tabernacle or dwelling place also shall be with them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people." So when we spend time in God's presence, when we spend still quiet time in God's presence, just like you can sit quietly with someone you love, a child, even a pet, a partner, in that quiet, there's a connection and you can draw on that connection for peace. We do it all the time. And so as we learn to do that with the Lord, we enter into his peace when we worship him We enter into his peace, his presence. It's his presence that brings us peace. This is Ezekiel chapter 34. I'm going to start in verse 25. And I will confirm with them a covenant of peace, and I will cause the evil beasts to cease out of the land. And my people shall dwell safely in the wilderness, desert, or pasture land, and sleep confidently in the woods. So wherever you are, you can have God's peace. And I will make them and the places round about my hill a blessing. And I will cause the showers to come down in their season. There shall be showers of blessing, of good ensured by God's favor. And it goes on to say, And the tree of the field shall yield its fruit. There's the prosperity. And the earth shall yield its increase. And my people shall be secure in their land and they shall be confident and know understand and realize that I am the Lord when I have broken the bars of their yoke and have delivered them out of the hand of those who made slaves of them and they shall no more be a prey to the nations nor shall the beasts of the earth devour them but they shall dwell safely and none shall make them afraid in the day of the Messiah's reign so even though These verses talk about a future state. There's also truth that the presence of God brings us peace. The presence of God can protect us from things that would devour our emotions, our finances, our joy, things that would oppress our relationships and our well-being. That God has given us and established with his blood a covenant of peace, and we can choose to enter into that. For the peace that we need. Let me read to you from Isaiah chapter 32. I'm going to start in verse 15. When the Spirit is poured out upon us from on high, and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field, and the fruitful field is valued as a forest, justice will dwell in the wilderness, and righteousness, moral and spiritual rectitude in every area, and relation, will abide in the fruitful field. And the effect of righteousness will be peace, internal and external. And the result of righteousness will be quietness and confident trust forever. My people shall dwell in a peaceful habitation, in safe dwellings, and in quiet resting places. Then I also like Isaiah chapter 30. I'm going to read in verse 18 and... Forward. And therefore, the Lord earnestly waits, expecting, looking, and longing to be gracious to you. And therefore, he lifts himself up that he may have mercy on you and show loving kindness to you. For the Lord is a God of justice, blessed, happy, fortunate, to be envied. Are all those who earnestly wait for him, who expect and look and long for him, for his victory, his favor, his love, his peace his joy, and his matchless, unbroken companionship. So that was all verse 18. And there are times that I've meditated and just repeated that concept that he has matchless, unbroken companionship with me. And if you've ever read the book, uh, The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence, we can focus on, meditate on the fact that God is constantly with us, and as we meditate on the truth of God's scripture, as we meditate on the aspects of God's character, we can experience greater measures of his peace and his love. And as we obey him, we enter deeper and deeper into that covenant of peace. Verse 20, it says, Your teacher will not hide himself anymore, but your eyes will constantly behold your teacher and your ears will hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. When you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left and then you will defile your carved images. So we see that idea that as we rest and lean in and worship the Lord, as we meditate on his goodness, as we practice his presence, We are changed. We're transformed from glory to glory, it tells us in 2 Corinthians 3. And then we have the power to break habits of sin, whatever the idol is in our lives. Back in that day, there were carved images. Today, our idols tend to be more things like internet or shopping or alcohol or food. But we all have our own tendencies towards idolatry. It can even be people. And so as we behold our teacher, we hear his voice, his gentle, loving voice that guides us. We've talked about that in other podcasts. We become more accustomed to recognizing his kindness, his gentleness as he leads us as our shepherd, as he prunes us as our gardener. And then we walk in greater fruitfulness, in greater peace, greater fruit of the spirit love joy peace long-suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness self-control we are changed not because of our own striving and efforts or religious activity but because we are connected we are abiding with the prince of peace so you're getting a sense here of what our responsibility is in order to expand our experience of the peace of god So here is a verse that talks about our responsibility, Isaiah 26, 3 and 4. You will guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace, whose mind, both its inclination and its character, is stayed on you. That means focused. Because he commits himself to you, leans on you, and hopes confidently in you. So trust in the Lord, commit yourself to him, lean on him. Hope confidently in him forever. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock, the rock of ages. Verse 7. The way of the consistently righteous, those living in moral and spiritual rectitude in every area and relationship of their lives, is level and straight. You, O Lord, who are upright, direct aright, and make level the path of the uncompromisingly just and righteous. So I have to remind myself sometimes that I need to meditate on the Lord when I'm lacking peace. I need to keep bringing things to him. I need to get his word deep in my heart. And I need to obey the things he shows me. I have to go back to the Lord and ask for forgiveness. We all do. But as we continue to yield to him, he changes us. He establishes us. He brings order and peace into our hearts and minds and helps us walk in a path of peace as we navigate life. This is Colossians 3, starting in verse 15. Let the peace, the soul harmony which comes from Christ rule, act as an umpire continually in your hearts, deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your minds in that peaceful state to which as members of Christ's one body you were also called to live and be thankful, appreciative, giving praise to God always. Let the word spoken by Christ the Messiah have its home in your hearts and minds and dwell in you in all its richness as you teach and admonish and train one another in all insight and intelligence and wisdom in spiritual things and as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs making melody to God with his grace in your heart. Whatever you do, no matter what it is in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus and in dependence upon his person, giving praise to God the Father through him. So as we get his word into our hearts, as we obey him, as we practice peace in our relationships, As we lean on the Lord for our decisions, that if we treat our faith, our connection to the Lord as a buffet, that when I need something, I'm going to go get it, and then I'm going to go back to how I like to do things, we're not going to see that kind of fruit, peace, joy, order in our lives. We're going to reap what we sow and if we sow from the flesh, from our carnal nature, from our selfish nature, we're not going to see God's power in our lives. But as we choose to sink our roots deep into him, to obey him, to worship him, to let his word and his peace guide our decisions, as we forgive other people not necessarily trust them, but as we forgive them and practice peace, not repaying evil for evil, we will see change in our hearts and minds, and we will be walking in a way that pleases the Lord to make it easy for him to bless us. So in the next podcast, we'll be looking more at those relationships. And we still need boundaries. Don't forget about boundaries. So I'm going to share some resources with you that correspond with what I've talked about today and then pray a blessing. So other podcasts that I've talked about, as I've mentioned, I've been doing quite a few podcasts on the character of God and different aspects of how he interacts with us. So you could review those and one called How Deep Is Your Well, that was posted April 24th of 2022. And my first three podcasts, which were like over a year ago now, in 2021, looked at different aspects of sinking our roots in deep to draw on spiritual rest, which is peace. On my YouTube channel, some videos that correspond with the thoughts from today are The Lost Teaching that talks about covenant, Celebrating Gifts in Jesus, that's my Christmas one, The Gift of Peace, which looks at what peace is more in depth. And then Blessings for Wholeness has a a number of positive scriptures that are just peaceful and encouraging. So I want to close with a blessing today. This blessing is from the Complete Jewish Bible, and I'm going to paraphrase and pray it as a blessing. So we thank you, Lord, that although we were once far off from you, that you brought us near to you through the shedding of the Messiah's blood, that you, Jesus Christ, thank you that you are our shalom, that you give us peace, that you make us whole, that you make us connected to you and bind us in a peaceful way to one another, that you break down dividing walls that separated us from you, that your word is good for us and you give us direction to bring order and peace into our lives, to help us draw on your peace and truth, and that you bring peace to our land, and to our relationships with other people that you are able to reconcile us to yourself and to each other. Give us wisdom in how to love wisely, how to walk in peace, and also, Lord, how to establish boundaries in a way that allows us to live in order and peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This is Dr. Tony Cooper, and this is Life Without Baggage. Thanks for listening. And if this helped you, share it with a friend.